a drummer's guy too. So this week I have a question from the lovely Paul Morhen. So me and Paul have played together for quite a few years now, actually, in various scenarios, mainly in uh, a covers band called the Groove Moors, which is awesome, by the way. They're pretty cool. Basically, their whole ethos is we just want everyone moving. So everything is exactly as it says. It's like a groove. So even if the structure has stops and all this sort of stuff in the original, they make it into a groovy version. It's so much fun to play. I can't even tell you. Um, and it's yeah, Paul's a lovely man. Anyway, he is asking me how to improve live performance. Now, as of the time of recording this video, we're in the middle of COVID-19, there are no live gigs happening, but at some point there will be. So in my head, now would be the perfect time to work on your live performance so that when everything does go back to having live shows and all that, you will be ready and you will be there just playing and, and even if it's guitar and performing. So performance is something that I have worked on. It's something that I definitely struggled with for many years. I didn't actually realize I was struggling with it, which is quite interesting. But well, I love that I am calling myself interesting. I find it interesting. It doesn't make it interesting anyway. The point is, is that uh, performance is something that is important. It's something that can be worked on. So um, it's, yeah, let's just get to it. Let's talk about, I'm just going to tell you how I developed my performance skills, because these days, a lot of the reason that I do get called for gigs is because I perform. I'm very animated when, <laughs> when is appropriate. <laughs> I'm very animated in the way that I play, as well as being able to actually play, because obviously you don't want to be all performance, but it sounds rubbish. So let's talk about how to develop this. Right. So Paul, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> so what I would do is, first of all, get a few tracks, a few songs that you know inside and out. Um, that way you're sort of minimizing the amount of variables that are going to happen in this, in this next step. I love that I talk about it like it's some sort of science experiment, but a lot of what I do, I do feel like it's an experiment and I'm just seeing what happens. So I do, yeah, get hold of like, even if it's just one track, get hold of one track that you know so well that you don't even need to think about it when you play it. Then what I do is just set up a camera. It can be on your phone. It doesn't need to be like some posh camera. I was going to point to something. I don't have any posh cameras. It doesn't have to be some posh camera, just any old camera, probably the worst quality, the better, because it's going to be the rawest quality. And I want you to just literally film yourself playing to a song. That's it. As you would, like exactly as you would. Then I, I sorry, I'm thinking back to exactly when I did this. So I'm just going to talk about what happened to me. So I play along to this song. I go to watch back this uh, performance of me playing this song and I was so bored I can't even tell you and I was cringing actually whilst I was watching it back that is the reality I was bored and I was like oh god is that what I look like I look so I looked bored I was bored watching it but I looked bored as well but in my head I thought I was moving. I thought I was looking cool. I was grooving. No, bored. I looked bored. So I made a concise effort or a conscious effort, I should say, to change it and to develop it. So what I did was I took that same song and I thought, right, I'm going to like play this in the most extravagant way that I think, you know, is 
way over the top and it's crazy and it's going to look completely inappropriate and it's just going to, you know, it's just going to overshadow the playing and it's going to sound awful and whatever uh, because I'm playing so big. And I did that. Uh, I then uh, watched it back and listened back again. And yes, the playing was not as good. I will say that. But the movements still were not as big as what I felt they were. I felt like I was doing this. And, and actually, I was probably doing more like that, um, which was really interesting because similar to I know I speak a lot about recording yourself and listening back in terms of audio and often what you feel like you're doing is not what is translating it's exactly the same performance so what I thought I was doing was not translating at all and what I needed to do was bridge that gap bring those two things closer so what I thought was happening versus what actually was coming across I needed to bridge that so that's what I did. I, I worked on just taking a bunch of different songs in different genres and different with different feels. So ballads or rock songs or, you know, groovy songs or fast or slow, whatever it was. And I would just concentrate on making it look great, making it look like I was enjoying myself, which I was. But it just wasn't translating at first. And gradually that gap sort of lessened and and now these days you know when I perform I I have a good idea of what it looks like because I've just done it so much and I, I yeah that that gap has definitely been lessened but what I will say is that also do not let any sort of performance uh, hinder your playing and how you sound number one thing number one thing is your only job is to play the drums well keep everyone in time all that stuff I don't care how good you look. If it doesn't sound good or if you're not doing your job, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So you've got to be to a point in your ability where your ability is so rock solid that your arms can be flailing around everywhere. Your legs even can be flailing around everywhere. I'm not sure that would work. But anyway, they could be. But you're still hitting exactly where everything needs to hit in the way it needs to be hit and your playing isn't compromised. The other thing that I worked out what to do is to link my performance and how I perform to something because there's no point of having a blanket way of performing. For instance, all arms are <laughs> screaming <laughs> because sometimes it's a ballad <laughs> and that's not appropriate that's definitely not appropriate and i've seen drummers well we've all seen drummers online you know there's the there's that fella who's uh they're clearly just playing for this lovely girl she's singing this very delicate song and the drummer's back here doing all this and it's like that is so inappropriate it's unbelievable so find something that you can link your performance to for me it's lyrics easy peasy i just you know and yeah if, if there's no lyrics, I freak a little bit. I'm like, I, I don't know how to perform. Um, but yeah, just you can link it to, you know, what's going on around you, basically. But if you can have like a uniform thing. So for me, it's lyrics. So whatever is being sung about, that gets me into the emotional state that I want to be in to perform. So it might be a really angry song. I will get into that state of anger and perform like I'm angry because... To me, that's a cohesive performance for an audience. I don't even know if that makes sense. But that's how I do it. Same as if it's a ballad, you know. I've been known to be in tears in the middle of ballads whilst I'm playing them because I'm so invested in the emotional 
subject of the song. I've, I've drawn from my own experiences and plugged them into the song as well to just bring that extra kind of like feeling and empathy to what the singer is singing about. And um, I think that there's something definitely said to something something to be said for that <laughs> anyway i'm getting totally like caught up in my own thoughts so it's possible to definitely work on your performance trust me i am living proof you should see some of the early videos of me playing i'm like stiff stiff and bored and and loving it that's the worst thing i was loving it didn't look like it but anyway paul i hope that that has helped you in some way um and yeah, like I say, we're in a time right now where performance, I mean, if you're doing videos, that's, uh, yeah, performance works. But in terms of live performance in front of an audience, that's not going to happen for a little while yet. Just in terms of right now, it will happen at some point. So be ready. So just take the time. Just do, you know, one, one song a week. You know, record yourself and watch it back and have six days to get over it and then attack it <laughs> day one again and just go, right, I'm going to nail this. Because you can, you can, you can do it, you can work on it. Um, it's, you know, I was, I was not born being able, I was not born being able to play the drums, that's for sure, but I certainly wasn't born being able to perform in the way that I now do. But I love it. It actually makes playing music so much more fun because it's another element. In the same way the lyrics is, you know, I tap into the lyrics, but as soon as I move my body in a certain way, that brings even more emotion. It kind of like backs it up almost. Uh, it's like... The emotions squared. What is it? Is it movement? What do they say? There's a saying about movement causing emotion or something. Anyway, I don't know what it is. I'll go sort that out in my brain away from the camera. I don't want to waste any more of your time today. But I hope you're well wherever you are. If you've got any questions yourself that you'd like me to answer, then please do leave them in the comments section or hit me up on any social media. If you just search for Emily Dolan Davis or Emily Drums, I will be there. I'm everywhere. What a nightmare. I apologize. Anyway, I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you back here next week for another subject. All right, lots of love you guys. See you later. Bye.